Hello and welcome to the Barber's Time Podcast, the official podcast for Chase of Steve McGee. I'm your host, Brandon Barber, and we are getting into it. We are into the final stretch here of the regular season, the last five games before we get into the playoffs. It is starting to get real. We are in past week nine, going into week 10. We are in double digits for the weeks. Uh, I mean, I know Warner already kind of threw in the towel, but when sixth place is four and five, and I would say everyone is in the race still. If you're within two games, you're still in the race. So I would say Warner isn't out of it at this point. I know he's making moves, and some might be a little questionable, but at the same time, I would say that he still at least has a chance here. Um, but looking at the top, he still got Starner at 81, and... Yeah, I mean, he lost Eric Henry, and he still has the best team. It's it's pretty tough to see, but uh, he does work hard, and you know what? Good for him. Um, and Garrett's right behind him at six and three. There, uh, it feels pretty tough for Garrett to to see him t- overtaking that position, especially because honestly, like I look at Garrett's team, and overall, <laughs> I-, I would say I like a lot of teams better than his. But hey, he's winning. Got to give him props for that. He's in third place just because he's in Starner's division, basically. Otherwise, he'd be in second. So uh, hats off to you, Garrett. Um, I will preface this episode by saying I'm here by myself. Couldn't find another person. I said, you know what? Whatever. I'll get a couple drinks in me. We'll give you a solo episode. It might not be the longest episode, but hey, at least you get something to listen to. I hope you guys appreciate it. But... uh, I haven't been on here for a couple weeks, still fighting the sickness a little bit, uh, not too bad, but uh, still still there, so hopefully next week we can get you guys a good episode here, um, but yeah, looking at it, uh, basically everyone's at 5 and 4 or 4 and 5, like most of the league is there, so if you're not, you're either loving your position or you're really wanting to catch up, so um, as long as you're in that pack, I would say you're in a pretty good spot overall, but, uh, let's get into these, uh, these recaps for week nine. We're going to start with Kale's team, the Schnaltz Anonymous, L. Schnaltz Anonymous, um, who's not on his team. Um, good name change there, Kale. Versus Curious Germs, um, bad week for Dakota here. Pivoted to Burrow, I mean, it worked for me. And I, it just, it sucks whenever you do that. And then all of a sudden, he just has the worst game of the season for himself. Uh, no touchdowns. Got a decent pass yards, but uh, nothing that's going to really push you over the edge. When you're starting Carlos Hyde, you know you're in a bad spot. But Kyler was out. Hopkins was out. Uh, I mean, it's really tough to have a bunch of uh, depth in the league right now. Not many teams have depth, so... Um, definitely feel for Dakota here. Uh, James Robinson was also out. Not that that would have really mattered. It was a nine, six game for Jacksonville. So it, I mean, I doubt he would have done much either. So just a bad week for Dakota. Didn't get to a hundred right there with 84 points. So that's not going to help his overall standings with the points, but, uh, Hey, I mean, he's still right there with at a four and five record. So just needs to, to basically win and he's back in the playoffs. So not a huge deal for him. Just wash off that week and move on. Kale on the other side. Lamar Jackson putting up 40. Um, 
the biggest week of the year outside of his uh, big blow-up week in week five. So this is what you want to see from Kale. He had said it on the pod. He needs Lamar to basically go and in his MVP route and just put up 40-plus a week, at least 35-plus, for him to have a chance at this thing. And, I mean, you're happy to see it. I mean, it was a game where he had to come back. They seem to be doing this often. But when you look at the schedule, it's going to be some competitive games here. He's going to have to put up some points. He's got Miami on Thursday night coming up. We'll talk about that in the preview. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not out of the the realm of possibility for him to to do this. So I would definitely say that uh, overall, I mean, you, you love to see it if you're Kale. You love to see it. Um, I would, however, be a little concerned about Debo. Uh, I know he went 5 for 63, not the worst if you're going to have an off week. But Kittle is back, caught a touchdown. Ayuk actually got used, weirdly enough, and he got a touchdown both got more yards than him. I think Debo had like nothing going into the second half, and then he caught a long screen pass or something. So, uh, gotta be a little concerning when, I mean, he's been the number one receiver on this team all year. I know he has Devonte Adams, so obviously that's a it's a good number two to have. I would say uh, is Devonte Adams, but uh, I, it's a little concerning when you're leading on your wide receivers and one of them has two guys at the, that caliber that are actually starting to catch the ball a bit. Um, you never know what will happen if they switch over to fields or uh, not fields, uh, Trey Lance. And uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Um, if I were KO, I'd be shipping Debo out and trying to get someone else. Um, just because it's so uncertain and when you have so much riding on it, you kind of need it to, to actually hit, but, uh, looking up and down, got to be happy with Deontay. The news about Claypool having a foot injury after, um, the Monday night game doesn't seem like he's probably going to play for at least a week, maybe two, uh, should get a bigger uptick. Not that he wasn't already seeing a bunch of targets, but, uh, that should go up even farther. Um, and then Devante, of course, gets Aaron Rodgers back. So they had off weeks. He still got the win. Uh, it was really an off week around the and around the league this week. So uh, you have to see what he does with Chase Edmonds. Uh, seems like he got hurt. Um, he has Swift coming back. Peterson seemed like he at least was involved. Um, Twenty-one and touchdown. I mean, you take away the touchdown, all of a sudden that looks awful. But I do like Bateman. Uh, Bateman was a good pickup and stash for him. So we'll have to see how that pulls out for him. But on the other side, uh, Dakota, I, th- I just think it was a bad week for you. So uh, hopefully Zeke is all right for you. Um, I know he got nicked up there a little bit there. But, I mean, you always have Pollard in your back pocket. And honestly, it, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world for – for you just to have one of those guys have the whole backfield to themselves because that's what would happen. So if it was just Pollard back there, he might be doing better than just Zeke and Pollard back there. So um, I don't think he would hate that, though. So let's move on to the next matchup, though. We got Jack Sucks Savers versus Thank You Come Again. And uh, Matt made the trade for Mahomes and Hill, and he gets 17 total points. I mean, <laughs> it's not what you're looking for from those two. Cooper had a bad game, but I think basically everyone had a bad game in that Dallas game. So I think you just wash that one off. But uh, at least he had Mixon, Gaskin doing well here. Um, I know Matt's not here to hear this, obviously, for right now. But uh, 
overall, he looks like he's getting Carson back this week. Um, I would say there's obviously you can't get any worse than Mahomes and Hill are doing right now. But uh, going forward, I, I know they're not going to be what you hoped they were going to be, but I, I can't see them being this bad. So I would say, I mean, I, I expect Mahomes to get over 25 a game, even with this new Chiefs suck at offense kind of thing going on. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Waller had a decent game, 7 for 92. Um, but, yeah, you love to see Mixon doing well. Two, two rushing touchdowns, 64 rushing yards, 46 receiving. Um, really did well in a game where they're down, what, like 40 to nothing or whatever. So the fact that he was able to still put up 25, you're very happy with that. But uh, let's look over at Yogi's team. Um, nothing really that stands out. Uh, Keenan had a nice game. Justin Jefferson had a, had the long bomb and, uh, Pittman, he keeps it up. That was a really good trade for Yogi. Uh, really padded that, uh, that wide receiver room. Henderson seems like he gets hurt basically every game. So I'm not sure what you expect out of him at running back. And then obviously Zach Moss isn't really going to do anything. Um, CMC, he's getting over a hundred yards doing it how he normally does where he goes like half rushing half receiving no touchdowns we'll have to see now that uh what's his face uh hurt his shoulder um i forget the the dude's name but i just know he's not the greatest quarterback in the world but i mean that could be good for cmc they just lean on uh mccaffrey and we see uh without darnold if they just if they just give it to him a hundred times a game, I know they wanted to avoid that, but uh, I don't think they have a choice at this point. They're still in the playoff hunt, so uh, that team is going to try to win some games here, and they have one way to do it, and that's through the best player in fantasy, which is CMC. Um, obviously, a very disappointing year from him because of the injuries, but I think uh, going forward, he's going to be a, a tough cookie to to get by with uh arizona washington miami you love the washington and miami matchups and then arizona it feels like they're probably just going to get boat run versus them so that whole second half could just be garbage time so cmc should be uh looking much better there and then you get Fournette back off the bye Devonte smith actually had a really nice game uh you knew he was talented it's just he doesn't have quarterback so uh if hurts can hit him then you're you're happy there uh, Drake also looks solid too. I like Yogi's team. Uh, over up and down, it's a decently deep team, and he he just has a lot of good players here and there, and uh, really can can beat anyone any week. I've said it over and over again. So let's move on to the next matchup. Though we got Complicated Fellas versus Jinx Monks. Uh, this was the big score of the week. Uh, a tough break for Warner. Scoring 124 in a week where no one basically got over like 115 or so. So, um, really tough for him to, uh, to just face David when David actually has basically his best week of the year. Um, I mean, I don't know really what to say. You started love, which I know you're a Packers homer, but, uh, probably better, better options than a first time quarterback in his first start. Um, I would have probably went somewhere else, but I guess you saw he's playing Casey. You like that matchup, but Casey's been a bit tough actually against uh, against quarterbacks recently. Um, I mean, they they haven't let up 
last three had been 13 to Love, 20 to Daniel Jones, 21 to Tannehill, and 11 to Heineke. So it's been a while since they've let up some big numbers. And it's weird because right as their offense got awful, their defense got better. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, it's probably they just know they have to step up. I mean, those quarterbacks exact weren't exactly the best. So probably has a good amount to do with it as well. Um, but Warner has a couple moves that he made, so it's really not going to help going through his team right now. But he did get Chubb getting 33, got COVID, and he shipped him out right before the COVID news came out. So that's nice for him because this is a team where I think they're still in it, but uh, they definitely need some help, and they can't give up any losses. So at this point, you basically just have to, to win so you're in. Um, looking at the other side, David... He's right behind the playoff group at four and five there. So he's at three and six after the stub. Herbert did well. Uh, good to see that for you. Um, it was a good matchup and uh, he went out and got it done. So it's been a little bit since he's actually had a good game. So it's good that he was able to do it. The matchups coming up aren't exactly the best, but they're not the worst either. Uh, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Denver, Cincinnati, and New York. Giants in Kansas City, Houston. Um, yeah, those are definitely beatable matchups. Uh, could do pretty well for you, Cook. Um, but I, I got Diggs, man. He can't, like, he either doesn't put up any yards and, and he scores a touchdown, or he doesn't score a touchdown. He puts up some decent yards. Six for 85 isn't going to get it done. Um, but whenever your team doesn't score a touchdown, like, well, I don't remember. Do they score two field goals or a touchdown? They got six points. So I just think the Bills offense in general needs to do better, obviously, than 9-6. So, um, I mean, it's been a little bit since we've seen them take off. So I'm sure they'll figure it out. They got the Jets coming up. That's a good get-right game to have. So we'll have to see if Diggs can figure it out going into this playoff run. He's definitely been a streaky player in his past, and – I mean, at any point, he could just turn it on. So we'll have to see if he does that for him. Uh, Cook really squeezed everything he could out of Cordero um, since he got him from me. Um, he's been pretty good throughout. Uh, nothing amazing or anything like that. I definitely would not have traded him straight up for Chubb if I'm Warner. But I know Warner was just trying to probably do a solid for Cook there. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you pay off some of the, the high end for more consistency and i mean cordero is healthy chubb has been hurt all year chubb has covid right now and chubb also can't be put in that wide receiver so in that sense i can see where warner's coming from with that obviously i think i go with chubb in that situation though with the high end but i mean warner needs someone to play all the time right now he can't give up any losses so maybe that's huge for him that he got rid of him right before covid came through um if he gets a win this week, that would totally be worth it, in my opinion, when you can't give up any week. So, um, Kittle looks good coming back here for Cook. Um, I mean, that's what you're looking for from Kittle. Uh, 100 and touchdown, that's a perfect game, in my opinion, for him. Got him 21. And then Dalvin, did Dalvin things, no touchdown or anything like that. I know he's having some issues off the field. Uh, I don't think any of that's actually going to come up. It's more so if it actually affects him mentally or anything like that. But I think NFL players are normally pretty good about compartmentalizing that stuff and moving forward. So 
I wouldn't be too worried about it. Either way, I think these two teams aren't really playoff bound at all. Um, I know they have a chance, like I had said. Uh, overall, I just I think there's too much that has to go right for them to be able to catch up to everyone, and I, it's going to be tough. I, if Chubb was playing, I would say Cook has a better chance, but he's not playing this week, so it really puts him in the back burner where. He doesn't really have anyone to throw in there, so we'll have to see what he does. Uh, we'll look at the, that in the preview, but let's move on to the next matchup. We got the weak-ass pussies versus Germ, and uh, I mean, if you're going to lose to anyone you might as and have a bad week, you might as well do it against Germ. So, Brian put up 77, uh, easily his worst week, but I mean, Germ put up the third highest points again. This is the first time he didn't put up a huge amount of points, so... Um, I mean, maybe his germ is showing a little weakness here, but I mean, when everyone is having a bad week and you're still putting up the third highest, I guess how much of a weakness is that? But Taylor putting up 37, 172 rushing yards, two touchdowns, just incredible again and again and again. Um, it's, it's really just crazy how good he's been. Um, definitely a nice guy to be able to lean on whenever you lose Derrick Henry. So. Looking at uh, Garrett's team, not much to say here. I mean, Buffalo, he leans on them. They did nothing this week, so of course he does nothing. Uh, Aaron Jones, little little suspect with uh, with him giving up some, but some of the work. But I mean, when it's Jordan Love in there at quarterback, it, I, you just kind of brush that one off. I know you're hoping for more because of Kansas City, but again, Kansas City's defense hasn't been terrible recently, so. Uh, I would say overall, you're not too upset here. You just kind of wash this week off if you're Garrett. Move on to the next one. You're happy to see Javante Williams doing well there. Um, overall, I would say there's better days for Garrett, but at the same time, losing Ridley is huge. Uh, if he can get Edward Hilaire back and actually have a little run here out of Hilaire, uh, that would be nice, but I'm not sure I see that coming even if he does come back. So... It's going to be tough, um, for sure. But looking at Germ's team, uh, I mean, he had off weeks up and down the board, but an off week for him is different from off weeks for most people where he's playing Jacoby Brissett, has an off week there. Doesn't really matter when that's Jacoby Brissett. You're going to go find someone else. Um, look, going into the playoffs, though, that could be an Achilles heel for him, not having a quarterback. And when you're kind of splitting points here and you need all the points you can get, and you're throwing in a quarterback here and there, and they get you a 10 or 15-pointer, um, that definitely could uh, could set him back a bit. So we'll have to see if that actually affects him going forward. Um, definitely could be concerning. Uh, but, I mean, when you have Cup, you have Chase, I mean, Godwin's going to be nice coming back here without Antonio Brown for a little bit more. Uh, DK coming in here off the bye Russell Wilson's back. I mean, it's a tough team. It's definitely a tough, tough team to to go at. So I'm sure Germ is still going to be the team to beat. But for right now, maybe a little chip in the armor, hopefully. Maybe I'm just hoping for it. But uh, let's look at my matchup here. We got the Barbage Time versus Nuck If You Buck. And Ryan Brown, congratulations on your wedding, man. I appreciated it. I had a great time. I know everyone else did. Kale was out there dancing with Kiki. It was a great time. Um, I'm sure everyone who was there had a great time 
Um, overall, it was just it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Uh, that spot was awesome. The spring rolls were divine. If you can get the the recipe for that, I would really really appreciate it because they're fantastic. Um, but yeah, you got the dub on top of it. I know you you really probably weren't thinking you had a chance in this one because I didn't think you had a chance in this one. But you know what? My team fell pretty flat on their face here, and you got the big game from Jim Connor. And uh, I would want to hate Jim Connor because just the next in line of all of these players that just go off on me randomly. And it's never like your best player necessarily. It's always a random player. But uh, you know what? I could have lost to a worse person this week. So uh, I'll give you give you hats off on this one. New England got it done for you. Jim Connor got it done for you. You squeaked out the win. I know you didn't even watch the end of the Monday night game, but Claypool got hurt, so it didn't really matter. Um, it, I did say this in the chat, but I was really, really thinking about just throwing Ayuk in there during your wedding and being like, you know, uh, I don't want to sit a tight end because you didn't want to pick up a tight end. Uh, mostly just because I don't want to not play a full roster, but at the same time, I could play Ayuk for you. That's basically like not playing someone. And you've given me a hard time earlier in the year for playing Iuke. So I was like, this will be perfect. I just play Iuke and uh, you get a little meme quality in there and everything. And then uh, it's basically like me not playing a player. Uh, but if I had done that, I would have won. So uh, Iuke actually did really, really well. Had his finest game of the year. And uh, I also had the option of Allen Robinson, who I, I had told you, if I had played Allen Robinson, I would have won by like 0.2 points or something like that. That would have been awful. <laughs> for, for you at least for you um but yeah i mean what are you gonna do um just an off week around the league i would say but uh better weeks are coming for you i would say with all your running backs coming back you get brady and evans off the bye week uh definitely look raring to go coming into this playoff run so i think it'll be a good battle for our division lead here between us two um I'm bringing in some reinforcements, and uh, I'm really liking how my team's looking going forward. We'll have to see some other stuff going on, but we'll get into that in the preview. But, uh, yeah, good win for you, Brown. Congrats again. Uh, I mean, overall, if it wasn't me that I was playing uh, you, I would have been cheering for you. So uh, at least I can do you a, a solid and got you a, got you a dub here. So I'm sure uh, your Carmel against me will go away at some point but this is not the week for that so let's move on to the next week we got the week 10 preview i'm not going to be doing a power ranking this week um just trying to get you guys some content here so uh let's start with kale's matchup versus yogi uh some big points projected for kale at 147 i'm sure he's he's looking and he's got a chubby looking at that number man um up and down the roster it's not really anyone in particular it's just the whole team man uh, everyone's looking like they're uh they're projected solid points i do think bateman actually will have a good game this week um uh, i could see him putting up 15 to 20 uh the rookie in baltimore uh he he looked really good last week he drew some deep pass interference penalties if lamar can hit him it'll be a nice stack going into the playoffs here i think he can be a solid player for you but, uh, yeah, you get basically everyone for Kale. So this is the full squad, basically. Um, I mean, this is the time where we're getting past the bye weeks and everyone has 
some full rosters going. You're actually seeing the full strength, and uh, we're going to see what we actually have going on going into the playoffs. So I would say the scariest team in the league right now is Yogi. And as far as guys who aren't necessarily a lock for the playoffs, but, I mean, Yogi's at sixth place right now. He's in the playoffs picture. He's in the playoffs. And uh, he's got basically his full roster going. Um, we'll see if he makes any other moves, but I, I think he has to get Zerline out because of the uh, because of COVID. But he's right up there with Kale on the projections once he gets a kicker in there. So, I mean, this is seems like it's going to be a high-scoring matchup. we got some good matchups on either side. Uh, basically, everyone on both sides have, has great matchups. So uh, we'll have to see how this plays out. Uh, looking at it, I would probably lean Kale. Just I love Adams getting Rodgers back going up against Seattle, who's a team that they always battle against. And then you got Bateman going up against Miami, like I had said. Deontay without Claypool this week. They're just going to feed him against Detroit. Um, I mean, I would probably say it's more of a nausea game for that, but Deontay is the one guy who's always solid every week in and week out. And this is a week Lamar can go for 40, no problem. He's been looking really, really good. Kelsey against Vegas, um, you know they're going to be battling in that game. I think they're going to lean on Kelsey, and uh, he'll get it done in prime time. So I like that, but at the same time, it's no lock at all. Uh, Yogi basically has good matchups up and down roster. And overall, I would say that if McCaffrey were to go off and cancel out Lamar, Yogi would become the favorite there. We just have to see it from McCaffrey, especially with the new quarterback in there. So tough for me to put my my uh, my hat on him for right now. But uh, yeah, I would say I'm taking Kale on this one. Let's move on to the next matchup. We got Jack Sachs-Havers versus Complicated Fellas. Matt's rolling out Patty and Tyreek in primetime versus Vegas. Uh, should be good for him there. I know it hasn't been pretty, but I think they can step up in this one and have a have a solid game. Nothing crazy, but a solid game for sure. Um, Cooper should be be able to have a bounce back against Atlanta. Um, I'm not sure. Are we having Marvin Jones in there? Yeah, it looks like we would probably have Marvin Jones in there as long as Brown doesn't come back. Um, from his injury, which it doesn't sound like he is going to. I think he was still in a boot from what I heard, so probably not going to happen this week. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, it looks like he's going to have a solid roster going out there. Uh, let's take a look at Warner's team, and uh, this is the new and improved Complicated Fellas. We got Matt Ryan at quarterback for right now. I would assume he would throw Rodgers in there if he's healthy, but maybe he needs the roster spot so he doesn't do that. Um, I'm not sure how that how he's thinking about that, but... Uh, He's got Patterson up in his wide receivers, which is making room for, for Damian Harris and Najee. Uh, got the Harris twins in there. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think, I'm not sure if Damian Harris is actually playing. I know he got banged up pretty hard there in the head. Um, got the head injury. So I guess if he gets cleared, which I guess for a head injury, it's more, most likely just a concussion cause. So he could probably be in there. So we'll have to see how that works out. But a solid lineup overall, I would say. Uh, I know Mike White is coming back, so Elijah Moore could have a good game there. But we'll have to see because I know Corey Davis is coming back. So uh, if he pulls any of those targets away from him, might not be the greatest. But, 
Yeah, we'll have to see. I would probably go Matt just off of uh, the quick glance. Um, still believe in Patty and Tyreek to be able to get it done over Matt Ryan and Tyler Lockett. So I would say overall, um, I don't think even if Davian Harris plays, I think you would need 20 points out of him to win this matchup, but it's going to be tough. Um, I know Naeem Hines is in there for Matt, but... I really do just like that the t- combo there. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Um, I would say Najee, if he can put up a 30-pointer, maybe uh, I switch it over to Ryan. But, yeah, for right now, I think that uh, Sunday Nighter with, with Patty, Tyreek, and Waller, I think that gets it done for Matt. Um, well, to see, though, um, definitely no uh, no gimmies in this one. So let's check out Nuck if you buck versus Germ. It's a big matchup. Uh, Brown is tied for first and record wise in, in division. So, uh, he really needs to, to win here to, uh, to really push to get the division lead. So he's going up against big germ and, uh, germ has everyone going. Basically he's got Carson Wentz in there versus Jacksonville. I do like that. Obviously anyone playing Jacksonville, except for, I guess the bills, you like that matchup. So, uh, got him, got cup, got Metcalf, got Godwin. And then Renfro against KC should be nice again. So it's just like, I mean, he loses Chase this week because of the bye week. Obviously lost Henry, and his team is still looking monstrous. I mean, Melvin Gordon's been great. Taylor's been great, obviously. And Taylor goes up against Jacksonville. So it's just, I I would love to pick you, Brown, because I want to see Jerm take a couple L's here. Maybe Jim Connor pulls off another 40-pointer for you, but... uh. I am thinking that he cools off a bit here, even against Carolina. I, I do think they have a good game against Carolina, but uh, I'm not seeing a 40-pointer coming out of him again. Um, I think Elijah's probably going to lose some of his uh, his carries to Wilson this week. I think Wilson's probably closer to being back this week than he was last week, even though he was activated. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to is Brady and Evans going to be able to basically pull you to a victory here. See what you do at tight end. Um, your tight end has basically been a mystery for a little bit here. So I'm sure you're just going to plug in Fant as, if he's healthy. But uh, I'm not sure are you, if you're playing Gibson or not here um, versus Tampa. I don't blame you for sitting him, honestly, because he's been banged up. Uh, Washington's been awful, and Tampa has the best run defense in the league, basically. So I would say overall it's not a terrible, uh, terrible matchup to sit him in. So it sucks because you obviously, when you traded for him, you were hoping for a lot more than that. So really tough. Um, hopefully you get him and Montgomery back next week. Nice and healthy. Sake one next week. Nice and healthy. But uh, probably going to go germ here and uh, just write this one off for, for Brown. But then again, when you write off Brown, he just pulls a win out of his ass. So you never know. Never know. Alrighty, so our next matchup is Dakota Coon versus Garrett. Curious terms, we cast pussies. Rivalry week. I know it says that, but it, I don't know. I played Brown last week, so I don't think they, they understand the whole rivalry thing or not. But, uh, yeah, so overall, I, I see that, uh, Dakota still has the Cleveland or the Sunsea stack in there. From last week, uh, I assume he just puts in the Arizona stack instead with Kyler and DeAndre. Um, I mean, I, I think I like that stack better. So he's going to plug them in. 
And overall, I really like Dakota's team right now. Uh, I know he did the Mike Davis trade. It would be a whole lot better seeing Pittman down there instead of Mike Davis and his flex. But what are you going to do? It's happened. You move on. I mean, whenever he's fully healthy, he's not going to play that person anyways. He just puts Higgins in there. So, um, I mean, it's a solid team from top to bottom for Dakota there. Uh, looking at Garrett's team, uh, he's got Allen versus the Jets and Sanders versus the Jets. And you would love to say, oh, he's going to put up 40 because of the Jets. But I would have said that last week against Jaguars, too. Um, at this point, I, I think that was more of a just a write-off game. I think they'll come out. They'll destroy the Jets' division opponent. Um, I could see it being a 35-7 to game. Um, definitely love the Bills this week. I think Allen's going to have a nice 35-plus game. So should be good from him. Um, we'll have to see if Thielen catches a touchdown for you. I think you're definitely going to need in that Minnesota and Chargers game. Some touchdowns from both him and Mike Williams. Um, we'll have to see how Aaron Jones does. He's got Rodgers back patrolling the offense. They're at home against Seattle. Uh, I think they, they're definitely going to want to grind it out there a bit. We'll have to see if Aaron Jones is able to get that, uh, that whole work. Or, I mean, Dylan looks good. Uh, uh, Dylan definitely looks good. I would not be surprised if, he continues getting his his workload but at the same time he's been doing better with what he's gotten but i don't think he's necessarily gotten a crazy amount of work either um i still think that jones is having basically the lion's share of the carries um it's just one of those things where you need a better quarterback and he didn't have that last week so overall i would like to see a bounce back game from jones here javante has looked great for him at running back as well um, in Denver. Um, got Singletary to plug in there. I would normally say I don't like that, but against the Jets, should be fine. Uh, I'm not sure if I like that more or if I would just like him to throw Freeman in there and because Freeman basically is going to score a touchdown most of the time, and I think you're pretty happy with just getting that. So I'll have to see. Um, Alaire is actually projected points, so I'm not sure if he's actually off the IR yet. And if he is, I don't think you can risk that. Um, I think you just wait a week. Because if he doesn't play, then you're throwing Hardman in. And no one wants to throw Hardman in. So overall, though, I would say that I like Curious Germs over here. Uh, getting Kyler back off of a week rest. Getting Nuck back off a week rest. Both should be looking much better. Should be good. Uh, they're playing Carolina. They should be able to destroy them. Uh, overall, I like them. I like. Dakota's team right now, and uh, I think it gets done in rivalry week. Um, let's move on to the next matchup. The last one, Barbwitch Time versus the Jinx Monks. And we got the new team for, for Barbwitch Time. We got Dak, got Bobby Trees, we got Scary Terry, CD with Dak Stack. I'm liking it. Got Ayuk in there right now. Not sure if we'll actually stick with that, but it seems like Claypool's going to be out. Um, I am scared, though. Kamara, I guess, went out of the game at some point last week, was a little injured, went from healthy to questionable today on Thursday, or on Wednesday. Uh, I'm guessing that's because he probably missed practice today, but they did sign a new running back, um, a free agency. Normally, when you sign a running back, that's because you're not sure about your starter. I wouldn't be surprised if Kamara takes a week off. I know New Orleans really needs to win every game at this point, so maybe that keeps him in there, but... 
we'll have to see. Um, if he's not in there, it's going to be rough for me. Uh, we'll be throwing J.D. McKissick in there probably, and uh, don't really like that. Um, but overall, I do like my team over, overall. Um, the wide receivers are looking much, much more solid with C.D. in there now. Um, Eckler versus Minnesota should be a good game for him. Dak should have a bounce back versus Atlanta. Overall, Ayuk's coming on. Got Mark Andrews versus Miami. Like all of that. Looking at the other side, David made some moves. He got Nick Chubb in there. Uh, we'll have to see if he actually plays this week. He has COVID. He is vaccinated, but I think basically everyone who's had gotten COVID, whether you're vaccinated or not, has missed that first game. So probably doesn't have him in there. And I'm not sure. Is that Deontay? I think he has Deontay Johnson. So uh, that's an easy pivot for him. Just goes to Deontay. Um, should be completely fine for him. And, um, I mean, honestly, versus, uh, New England, they probably do try to start, stop, uh, Deon or, um, I said Deontay before it's Dearness Johnson. Um, they probably do try to stop him because that seems what the Browns want to do is obviously run the ball. So I think they're going to say, go ahead and try to beat us Baker and, uh, we'll shut down your, your running back. So we'll have to see. I'm hoping that they do that because obviously I'm against him, but, uh, Kittle in prime time against the Rams. Uh, we'll have to see. I think that's going to be, uh, a pivotal matchup for us with, uh, Bobby trees and Ayuk on my side. And then, Higby and uh, Kittle on the other side, so definitely going to be tough for uh, for my nerves going into that Monday night game. Um, it's interesting seeing that Cook starting two tight ends. I'm not sure. I don't think he has anyone to pivot to. So at this point, I guess you have to. So Cook doesn't exactly have the deepest team. He's basically just Cleveland running backs and Minnesota running backs. Uh, he's got five of them total. So good strategy there, Cook. Um, maybe try to move some of them, but I mean, when half of them are, uh, insurance backs, what are you going to do? You, you have to at this point. So not much on the waiver wire. So overall, I really don't love cook's team, um, this week without Chubb. So, I mean, with Chubb, it, it's a solid team for sure, but, uh, without him, it's going to be tough. Um, uh, but who knows? I've had some bad matchup luck recently, so maybe he gets it done. Um, I'm not sure if he'll stick with Minnesota versus the Chargers. I do not like that at all. I think defenses alone, I think Baltimore's going to put a number on the Dolphins. So uh, probably like that matchup for me. But uh, yeah, I think with Chubb out, Cook is definitely going to want to see Kamara get taken out for me. And uh, that'll equal out the playing field a little bit. But still like my team here. Um, overall, I would say... Uh, I give myself the dub here, so, but, uh, that wraps up this week's matchups. I know it was a little boring of a week, uh, just me rambling basically the entire time. So, I mean, I just wanted to get something out here for you guys. Um, but yeah, overall the league is really coming down to this final stretch. We got four and five, five and four teams up and down the rosters. Um, yeah, it should be a good one coming down to it. Um, I'm excited to see what playoffs turn into. And uh, see what everyone is able to do. These weeks mean a lot, obviously. So uh, big wins, big losses coming. And uh, we'll get into where basically the teams are healthy and uh, teams are off by. And we'll have to see what everyone looks like full strength. So it'll be exciting. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you guys listening in.
And I hope you guys have a good week. Thanks.